I'm comedian Timmy Boyle, and this is the greatest live Instagram comedy experience that nobody knew about. March of 2020, I just arrived home from tour when COVID-19 shut down the world. So despite being severely technically challenged, I started a daily live Instagram show right here from my living room. Because how hard could it be? And how long could a pandemic last? Apparently longer than five months. So now, a hundred episodes later, I've called comedians as diverse in experience as they are in style from all around the world to discuss comedy, life, and, well, whatever. I had no goals, which was a great idea. I avoided tech checks, which was a bad idea. And I eventually wore no pants. The jury's still out on that one. And my OJ, over 150 days, transformed from refreshing drink to rancid mystery liquid right before our eyes. It was a random, free-flowing, hilariously messy ride into the minds and backstage lives of entertainers where anything could happen, and did, including a trip to a goat farm. Overcoming a lack of direction, resources, and tech ineptness, as well as multiple zombie cyber attacks, a project not expected to last even a week soon developed into a must-watch show like no other. But don't take my word for it. See for yourself, right here on another episode of Calling Comedians in Quarantine. Is that it? Did we get it all? Awesome. Well, here we are, 7 p.m. on some day. Not even sure what day of the week it is. Uh, all of this is blending together, but thank you so much for those that are starting to come in here and uh, join me tonight on Calling Comedians in Quarantine, where tonight um, I'm not calling anybody. This is your opportunity to technically call me, or I guess I call you, because if you want to ask a question and then come into the live, then you request that and then I invite you in. So I'm not sure if I'm the guest or if you're the guest tonight. But on Fridays, this is what we do. It's a Q&A with Timmy. You can ask me any question about comedy, life, my 80s stuff. You want to see what games are on my shelf. Last night we had a great evening with uh, Marty Simpson as we talked about the classic Monopoly game. And uh, we saw some of the other games on the show. So really, here's the thing. If you ask me a question... And for whatever reason, I don't feel it's an appropriate question, I'll just ignore it and move away. But other than that, really, ask away. In fact, the more interesting and off the wall and loopy type of question it is, those are the questions that I want. Um, who was your inspiration? That's a good question, but uh, not exactly the most exciting question. But tonight, here on Calling Comedians Into Quarantine, episode 30, by the way, over four weeks of calling comedians from all around North America, we are now at a milestone event, episode 30, and this is your opportunity. It is Q&A with Timmy. Uh, Joel Madison immediately asks a question, how tall am I? This tall. <laughs> oh, that's one of the worst jokes. 
ever. I am six foot, Joel. Six foot right on the dot. There was a time when I wanted to be six one. I thought I was six one. Maybe I am. Maybe you do shrink a little bit. Maybe, maybe actually I had this big like Bon Jovi hair, like this crazy kind of like winged out in the side. That might have been my six one time, but I am, uh, I am six, uh, I am six feet right on the dot as of right now. So, Joel Madison, you're going to be in and out. Well, hey, uh, I answered that question, but come on back when you get an opportunity and uh, be a part of the show tonight. Always thank you for joining in. Um, we got, uh, let's see, Mary Jane Baker is requesting to be in the video tonight. Well, you know, am I going to trust the question? That's it. This is your opportunity tonight. It's Q&A with Timmy. If you want to be... Uh, enter like ask to come in and ask your question ideally you should ask your question and then if i like the question i'll invite you in if you don't want to be on the video you just got to just tell me that or decline the invite whatever no offense taken but uh, we are going to uh, bring in to find out what her question is tonight on q a with timmy so here we go mary jane baker first question well second question of the night first live one through video Hi. Practicing, practicing um, social distancing. I'll, I can't even do a fist bump. That's not even legal. Mary Jane. Well, I'm, Mary Jane. I'm, I'm just working. I'm doing some sanding, so it's actually safety. All right. So what's your question tonight, Mary Jane Baker? So um, my question is, if Hollywood made a movie about your life, hmm. who would you want to play the role of Timmy Boyle? Well, first of all, uh, I'm sure Hollywood is already mulling this over. It's, it's probably very high on the list um, to make a movie about my life. Um, I am going to actually do a poll over the next little while to, um, to break down who should play me in a movie. At one point, I thought it should be Jason Statham. Um, that was if, like more of an action kind of role. I thought if I, if I shaved my head a little bit. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, if I was to pick a woman to play me in a movie, it would be Jennifer Lawrence. If it was to be an older woman playing me, um, I would probably pick uh, Helen Mirren, if, if that was who I'd pick. If it, um, if it was to be a um, non-Caucasian, uh, Will Smith, I would pick. Um, let's see. If it would be a child actor, I would pick hmm, that kid from um, uh, the Goldbergs, the kid from the Goldberg with the glasses. He doesn't quite look like me, but I think, I think he's one of my favorite child actors. So depending on which way they wanted to go with this whole thing, um, I would, uh, there would be a whole multitude of people that I would, I would pick. Ultimately, though, I would say, hey, can I do it? Because I think I could probably do me um, the best. So, but that is a very good question. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. I, I ultimately figured you would have said you anyways. So, yeah. thank you. That, that's where it normally goes. It usually swings back around to me. Thank you, Mary Jane. Bye. Well, there you go. That, uh, that was a good question. If somebody was to make a movie about me, that was an interesting question. Here we go. Uh, Joy says, hi, Timmy. Do you have a Superman picture behind you? 
No, Joy, I do not have a Superman picture behind you and behind me. In fact, I have nothing about Superman in this house. Truth be told, Superman, and I'm saying it a lot right here because my kids are grown up and they're not wandering around the room right now, but Superman is the S word uh, in my house. Um, you could say a whole lot in my house. We were pretty lax with a lot of words, but you, you really couldn't bring up Superman. Um, we're a Batman household, and uh, it's, it's one of those things where you can either be one or the other. I believe Superman is completely irrelevant and should be recognized as an official curse word. People should be spanked and like you wouldn't spooned um, and, and quarantined, not when there's a virus, just in life or just stand against a wall. Um, if you, if you even utter the word Superman, it was kind of like Superman was kind of like, I don't know the Harry Potter thing, but wasn't there some guy like the guy who cannot be named or something? I don't know if you're a Harry Potter fan, where that might be the Hunger Games. Who knows where it's from? The point is, is that that's what Superman used to be in my house, especially when my kids were little. It was he who will not be named ever. So no, I don't have a Superman. There's Hulk Hogan is up there, and Alyssa Milano, and Batman, and there's Yoda, and there's some other stuff, but no Superman. Good question, though. Um, Crystal's Punny, when you cross the border, what is the weirdest question you have been asked? Uh, just I just want to point out right here, though, that uh, Jennifer O'Brien comedy is driving. So be careful, Jennifer O'Brien comedy. Um, so when I cross the border and I've crossed the border many times and driving is where those questions get asked. Here was my this is one of my. OK, I'm going to tell you two border stories, two border stories that may or may not answer your question. The first border story is one where. Um, as I was approaching the border, the, I realized I saw the sign and I had crossed the border multiple times. And I saw the sign though, for the first time that says you can't bring fruit across the border. And I had, I'd known that, but I'd never, and all of a sudden it just kind of struck me. And it was because I had, um, a banana sitting right down beside me. And it was like, I can't just eat the banana now. And I'm not going to like throw it out the window and they'll see it. So I got to the window. And the guy asked me a question, you know, do you have anything to declare was one of the questions. And I was like, uh, I have a banana. And he looked at me and kind of looked off to the side. He got out of his booth, walked over. Another guy was coming. They had a little bit of a conversation. They were pointing at my car. They were, and I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I didn't know bananas were that big of a deal. And then he came back and he was like, um, no, bananas are okay. And they let us go. He didn't ask me where I was going. He didn't ask me how long I, I was going to be gone for. He didn't ask me my purpose. And literally, so I tell people this all the time. If you are going to cross the border and you're carrying anything with you that might be suspicious, or you just simply want to speed up your border crossing, just tell them about that you have a banana that just throws them right off. They don't know what to do with that. And so he got all flustered and ended up sending me across the border. He knew nothing about me. So that was one of my favorite moments at the border. The other one is the fact that I have three children um, and all three of them uh, look very different. Um, my oldest is of uh, Vietnamese. Um, my middle daughter is Cuban and my son is as Irish as they come. And so they all have different last names as well. 
So we were across the borders constantly as a family and none of them, well, Connor, I guess, well, they all kind of looked like one of us or whatever, but anyways, they didn't look the same and they all had different last names on their passport. And I would have thought that a good border patrol person would at least kind of go, um, who are these people? Let's, let's just ask some questions to kind of get this thing going. And nobody ever asked us any questions. And I thought that was a pretty loose border um, that we could go through with three young kids uh, that uh, didn't look uh, anything like each other. And they all had different last names. And, um, but then one time uh, the guy actually stopped and he asked, and he looked at my middle daughter, Aaliyah, and she's the guilty one. She's the one who always looks like something, you know, we, she could be framed for anything. And be like, Leah, did you do that? And she'd be like, no. And like, Aaliyah, and she'd be like, okay, I did it. And even if she didn't do it, um, she, would, she would. So we'd always told our kids, don't joke at the border. Do not joke at the border. So anyways, the guy looks in and he says to her, out of all the, out of the three kids, like that was the one that I didn't want to have addressed a question to. And he was like, uh, who is this? And he pointed over to me and she was like, uh, my dad. And I was like, okay, that's it. We're all going to prison right now. That is, that is like the most guilty answer in the world. It's like, that was the answer you told me to say, sir, right? Is that an answer? I was like, I, I thought this was so over. And it didn't phase the guy. And then he just looked at, uh, and he looked, he said, well, who's that over there? My mom. I got real, literally was going to get out of the car and just put my hands up for cuffs. I had done nothing wrong, but I was like, this, this does not look good at all. So anyways, he asked some good questions. He'd probably seen um, uh, weirder things than that. And so we ended up crossing the border. There's two border questions for you. Um, so I don't know if that answered your question per se, but I thought they were interesting. Uh, the poster looks like someone is flying. Uh, it does. That one of is Hulk Hogan. He's not flying. He's just ripping open his shirt because that's what made him awesome. Uh, yes, Voldemort. Voldemort is the person that you do not mention his name. That's what Superman was in our house. Voldemort. Superman was the Voldemort in our home. Uh, he whose name should not be mentioned. For those of you who are coming in right now, I want to uh, thank you all for joining me here on episode 30 of Calling Comedians in Quarantine. My name is Timmy Boyle, and you are in my living room. We've been calling comedians from all around North America, but Friday nights, at 7 p.m. is your time to ask me questions. This is just me and you. Q&A, if you want to actually come in and have a video live, ask me a really interesting question, and, uh, and I will see if you want to be on there. Margaret wants to know, so Roy, um, Roy is our resident karate expert. Uh, he's like a 67-degree black belt, um, and his wife is like a 100-degree black belt. Um, I've seen them actually fight in their kitchen. It started off slow, and then it went faster. And I was like, I was like, somebody's going to get hurt, but nobody got hurt. That's what experts do. Um, anyways, Roy says, uh, Margaret wants to know, because Margaret is, Margaret's probably sitting on a couch reading a book, has no time to actually watch the show herself, um, but sends Roy over to get all the information. Uh, Margaret wants to know, who is cutting your hair? Okay. Um, my hair is not that bad yet. It is, it is getting there. Um, I've seen people with the whole COVID uh quarantine haircut thing i don't know what i'm gonna do with my hair i cannot cut my own hair i used to shave my head it was a bad look i don't plan on doing it again so i really don't know what i'm gonna do with it because um i just use clippers in general i don't even i don't even use like a blade here i just use my same hair clippers for here but i never do this so if this thing goes to 400 days like i think it's gonna go i could look really bad 
but it actually is actually it is looking a little it's looking like a little baby duckish it's like really kind of fluffy baby duck it's got a baby duck on my head so nobody's doing my hair so i don't know if somebody can like it, can you can you cut someone's hair and still be six feet away i don't even know i don't even know if that's possible but if there is i would like to find out and i'm not using like the floby that's a horrible thing um megan uh, dunlop says we got held up at the border wait you got held up like someone came and took a gun and stole something from your trunk we got held up at the border because my brother and i have last names hmm everybody has last names except for Cher um, and madonna and hopefully one day timmy just plain timmy and shakira shakira doesn't have a last name either but i think you mean different last names it was scary they pulled us all in different rooms and interrogated us. That's an awesome story. That's an awesome story. Um, like, uh, like, was it like, um, like when the Joker and Batman were in in that that kind of thing? Like, was like that intense? Um, like, were you or your brother? Were you like, were you like, kind of sitting there, like all like? Well, you say you were scared, um, but maybe your brother was like. You got nothing on me, coppers. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's how it played out. I mean, you were in different rooms, though. You don't know. Maybe he was playing. Maybe they were playing good cop, good cop, bad cop with you guys. Were they bringing you snacks and not snacks to him, um, trying to break you guys down? Um, I don't know. But interesting story, nonetheless. Um, Crystal's punny. No, she is talking about the Batman picture right top. Who is it? The Batman picture top right. Wait. You're right or my right. I don't even know. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there is a Superman up there. That that can't. Oh, my goodness. That's right. Because that's the Batmobile from Batman versus Superman. I did not know I had a Superman in the house. See, this is why I shouldn't do shows like this. Because now I found out I had that up there. Okay, well, thank you, Joy, for pointing it out. And Crystal for pointing it out. Oh, See, I don't want to, I don't want to mess up the box either, just in case, you know, one day it's worth a million dollars. You know, I was going to take like a Sharpie to it right now, but I, then I was thinking, nah, I don't want to wreck the box. <sighs> I'll just, wait, hold on. Let's do this. Oh, I feel like, um, I feel like Mr. Dress Up right now. If you guys are old enough to remember Mr. Dress Up, he would just reach into, he always had all the tools and stuff that he needed at any given time and uh so now i'm just gonna hold on let's just get this i'm still here okay so let's do this um, and let's write, uh, um, no one important. There we go. No, no one, you can't read that. No one important. We're going to put that up here. There. There we go. No one important. 
All right, we solved that problem tonight. That was close. Thank you, Joy, for pointing that out, and for Crystal's punny for pointing that out. Um, and now that's uh, that's now solved. Now you can't read that, but now you'll always know when you watch the show. That's what it says, and it was because of you. Thank you so much. Uh, you're not Lois Lane. Come on, you should be like Catwoman. That's a cool person, Catwoman. Hey, uh, so for those of you joining me right now, it is Q and A with with Timmy on calling comedians into quarantine. We've just solved the problem um, because of the show, and uh, thank you for that. Um, so, um, because I never know how the questions are going to go on this show right now, um, whenever we get to Friday, I do kind of put the word out to some people to kind of send me um, questions that can be asked in quiet times, because maybe you guys have no questions and you're just like wanting to hear answers. Now, that's that's great and all, but it doesn't really make the show as interactive as I was hoping it would be. But anyway, so here I, ha I do have some questions though that were sent to me. I don't even know um, if these people will end up showing up in the show, but it doesn't matter. These, these are, are sent to me um, so that I can use them in moments like this. So here we go. Here's a question while you guys are thinking of other questions, really interesting questions. Actually, I forgot to ask Roy. Roy, I should have invited you in to ask that question. And then I, I forgot to invite you in. So if you want to be in and talk to me live, you just need to uh, ask another question, Roy. And, and, I'll, and I'll get you any question at all. You know, what's my shoe size? And I'll bring you back in. Uh, LeBrandon is in here. Thank you so much. So it's Q&A. Here's a question that was sent to me earlier in the day um, for moments like this while you guys are thinking of questions to ask. Um, let's go with... Um, hmm... Imagine someone gave you an elephant. This is this is like this is some sort of like crazy weird question, but these are the type of questions that I enjoy. So if you can think of something like this, this is your moment. Imagine someone gave you an elephant, but you couldn't get rid of it. What would you do? See, that's an interesting question. So someone uh, gives me an elephant. They're, I guess they had too many. Um, maybe their, their elephant had multiple elephants. Um, you know, it's kind of like, kind of like, you know, when a cat, you know, and now they're like, oh, what are we gonna do with all these kittens? And then they just put them in a box in the front yard and hope somebody grabs them, you know? So, so I can see the scenario. Um, somebody uh, gave me an elephant because they, they didn't have the space anymore. They had, you know, all of a sudden, like they had multiple elephants cause they were all born. Cause, Although I think only one elephant can be born at a time. It takes like three years or something for an elephant to be born. Anyways, the point is, is that now I have the elephant, but for some reason, I can't give it away. We don't know if it's mob related. We don't know if it's um, connected to um, the fact that the elephant is like, uh, like medically bonded to me in some way. Um, we don't know that. Uh, as others are coming in here, just so you know, this is Q&A night with Timmy. Ask an interesting question. You'll get an interesting answer. I'm answering this question right now. It's uh, imagine someone gave you an elephant and you couldn't get rid of it. What would you do? What I would do is I would, um, I would keep the elephant on my back deck. And I would hope, first of all, that the beams were strong enough. But I would keep the elephant because who wouldn't want to ultimately have an elephant? I think everybody here watching would like to have an elephant. I would put the elephant in the back 
And then I would use the elephant to one, wash my car because you just speed it, fill it with water, right? And the trunk will, and it drains water and then it, sp it can spray over the deck onto my car, which is down the ground. So that would be a great way to utilize an elephant. I'd also use it to clean off my back windows. Sometimes I get all the bugs on the back window on the deck. I would also use it to keep away the bugs when we're sitting out at the table to have dinner because the elephant could like use its ears to like, 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 I don't, I don't know if this is what happens with the elephants when they're waving their ears, but they would, they would move all the mosquitoes away. Um, so I, I don't think the elephant would be able to move very much out there, but I could see those three purposes of an elephant. So I would be very thankful if someone gave me an elephant. And then even if they said to me, you can't get rid of it. Like, you know, like if the world's going to blow up, if I get rid of it or something like that, or a pandemic's going to break out. So I'll hold it and I'll use it to wash my car to clean off the windows. In fact, I could power wash some of the other windows next door. I probably make some money off of power washing those windows from the elephant. And then I would use it to keep all the bugs away. So that's a good question. Um, all right. So here we are uh, continuing on uh, Q&A with Timmy on our Friday night edition of calling comedians into quarantine, but this edition is just you and I. Um, what's your most memorable holiday? Um, Roy, I'm gonna bring you in here while I'm thinking of this. Let me bring in Roy. Everybody, everybody say hi to Roy as we bring Roy into the show here tonight. What is my most memorable holiday? Roy, are you there? There he is. Hey, hey Timmy, Roy. how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Where, where's Margaret? She is actually on a work call at the moment, a Zoom meeting. Can you believe that? 6.30 on a Friday night. Who is, who is working now? Well, other than me, obviously, this is this work, technically. Now, she works part-time at a garden center next door, and she's been building their online store website. Oh, oh, she's yeah. talented. Yeah. Okay. So I'm in this very cool room here in Guelph. I don't know whether you recognize this room or not. Yes, I do. It's one of the most beautiful rooms that, that I've ever stayed in, and you are so gracious. That is, that is my, my circuit night um, bedroom. <laughs> In well, it's, it's the Timmy suite. <laughs> oh, man, it's even named. Can I have, like a sign over the door? Yeah, I'll do that next time. There'll be a sign on the door. Nice. Well, it's so good to see hey, you. It's been snowing here for two hours. What's yeah. up with that? That is so ugly. I posted a picture a couple days ago. My whole back deck where I would hold the elephant. It was covered yeah. in snow. It's like middle of April. Yeah. Do you, do you believe that wow. the government is controlling our weather, Roy? I believe it is true. It is true. And they're controlling a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. I hear you. Hey? There, there's a death ray out there. Illuminati, my friend. Hey, um, so wait, my most memorable holiday, eh? That's your, that's your, yes. why, why, why is that interesting to you? Just out of curiosity, is there a reason why you ask that question? Well, usually when you go on a holiday, something unexpected happens which kind of bushwhacks your holiday or leaves you with some memory that you can never forget. All right. So here's my most memorable. I'm going to say that this is probably my most 
memorable holidays. I don't know. Is Father's Day considered a holiday? No, I'm thinking vacation. Okay. All right. Well, it was a Father's Day vacation. Okay. 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 All right. Just want to clarify that I'm going to answer the question properly. Um, so it was, uh, I, I, we used to take our kids to Great Wolf Lodge. You know, Great Wolf Lodge, water park, indoor oh. hotel facility. We used to go there. We went, we went like, I like, think it was like 22 times over three years. Like we were, oh, wow. we were legends there. We would show up and like, like we, we even received like a homemade card from like the Cub Club um, people um, when we showed up and our thing and they gave us free tokens. We like, we were there, we were basically showing up like what, every, every three months or something like that. Anyways, so and the reason we could do that is because we homeschooled our kids. And so when I would come home from tours, we would set up these little vacations and they were fairly inexpensive because we would go off season midweek. But then um, we, we won a free one and I used it on a Father's Day one. So we went away for the weekend on a Father's Day weekend and they had a Father's Day challenge. And so I got involved in everything and I ended up winning Father of the Year uh, on, this, on this thing. So that was amazing, right? So, but here's where, here's where it gets hit. This is actually three holidays. I'm like tripling up on your question here. So you would think that would be cool because I was listed as Father of the Year and I got my picture taken with the staff and everything. It was like this big thing. I come back, so I also, as a result of that, I won a free visit again, which we saved up and used the following Father's Day weekend. Mm -hmm. So we went in there as a family again. I participated in everything. And guess what, Roy? You won again. I won Father of the Year. So now I've got two <laughs> trophies and I've won Father of the Year twice in a row. And, and people at the Cub Club were always like, they're always like, we're, we're pulling for you guys. We, like, like we were fan favorites uh, of the people at the, at, at the facility. So then mm -hmm. I go, I, I win another free stay. So we saved it up, you know, when we used it. Father's Day. Father's Day. Third year in a row, my family shows up there. We're like legends now because we've been there a lot over three years now. It was like that was an early one. Now, now they really know who we are. We show up on Father's Day. I compete in everything. Do you know what happened, Roy? Three in a row. Three Pete, Roy. Three Pete fathers, father of the year. Now, all of that is memorable. That is so memorable. I won three championships of Father of the Year in a row at Great Wolf Lodge. Okay, legendary. You should have retired the trophy and named you the perfect father. Okay, now it, they didn't do that. It went the opposite way. Okay, I think <laughs> I think they should have. I think they should have made. I said I said let me make a video to challenge other fathers. So next year to really ramp it up, like I've won three in a, three in a row, come and like take me on, right? I thought it'd be good promotion. But the higher ups, you know, the pencil pushers in the offices that don't actually yeah. know what's going on in real life, they um, talked to one of the organizers, the guy who kind of oversaw the whole thing. And they said, isn't this the same guy who's won all three years? And he's like, yeah, it's pretty amazing, eh? And they're like, no and they canceled the contest. They never ran it again uh -huh. because they were like, well, it's the same guys winning every year. And instead of seeing it as this huge marketing opportunity to say, fathers, <laughs> come and like guys like challenges, come take this guy on. He's won three years in a row. And instead the pencil pusher went, no, that doesn't look right. And so they axed it. So I won the only three, because we won the first one that they had. 
I won the only three Fathers of the Year contests at Great Wolf Lodge, and then they shut it down because I was too dominant. Hello. So you do retire as the perfect father. Yep, I had to retire myself though because they they had to they 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 pulled that move. But yeah, so that was very memorable. How was that? Does that answer your question? Great story. Thank you. Beautiful. Thanks, Roy. Thanks for tuning Stay in. Stay safe. Too. Talk to you soon. Stay safe. Will do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Roy. He's like a hundred degree black belt. Uh, let's continue our questions here. Um, we are watching Calling Comedians in Quarantine. My name is Timmy Boyle, and uh, Friday nights is Q and A with Timmy. Tomorrow night. We'll be invite, calling another comic, though, to join us in the show, as we do every night at 7 p.m. here on Instagram Live. Uh, John. Uh, hey, John's here. John Kerr. John's on our, um, John's one of our, men on one of our mentoring, on our mentoring team uh, at Upstanding Comedy. Uh, I've been doing stand-up here in Sterling, and uh, um, unfortunately, this year, we were supposed to try to get everybody some more stage time, and then the virus came down. But anyways, uh, John says... What, where, when? Ooh, he's throwing in multiple questions here. What, where, when was the very first time you did stand-up? Okay. Uh, it was in Ottawa. Uh, I can't remember the name of the church. It was like it's this rotunda kind of room. It was a really nice room. Um, it was in Ottawa at a church. It was in February of 2007 don't know the exact day. I could probably find it for you. And it was on Leland Claussen's comedy tournament. That was the very first time that I did stand up officially where I walked on the stage and someone said, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian is, and I came out. And it was on that tour in 2007 that I had been uh, as a tour manager. I was a tour manager for World Vision for about three years up to that point, doing this show called Girls Night Out. There was a break in the schedule. They asked if I wanted to do this comedy tournament. Um, and so I did. And so I was as the tour manager. But during this tournament, they were having different comics come on and, and try to win. And there was going to be six finalists and this big, big, you know, you win like a, a special and a project. And about um, five shows in to the tour, uh, there was nobody to introduce Leland. The leaders, leaders at the church that we were at uh, didn't want to go up on stage. They just want to watch the show. So Leland asked me if I could introduce him. And I was just the tour manager, the tech guy at the back um, in charge of all that. And so I went up and I said something and he thought it was funny. And he said, can you do that again tomorrow? And so for the next 15 days or so across Canada on this tour, he just kept giving me 20, 25 minute times. But I was never doing really comedy because I was always just kind of brought out in kind of like the host MC role. So there was no real pressure. But then one night we were sitting in a hot tub and uh, that's where all great ideas happen. And uh, we were talking about, should I enter the tournament as a comedian? Because I'd been building this material up over the tour, over, the, over about a month's time, because we were doing these Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of runs. And so it's been about over a month and I've been developing this material, just kind of free that. Um, so Leland's like, uh, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, okay. So I entered the tournament and it was on the, the last weekend of that comedy tournament tour in 2007 that I came out on stage. I was wearing glasses. I had this button down green striped dress shirt, wearing khaki, like beige khaki pants, running shoes maybe. Um, and but yeah, glasses too. And uh, came out as Tim Boyle. It was just Tim Boyle. I did my first seven minute set. And that seven minute set is actually on a CD 
because uh, the six finalists got on a CD plus the um, uh, I got to plug in my phone here because it's going to die because I didn't charge it and I just saw my single up. Anyways, so my very first seven minute set is actually on a CD because I got put on there as one of the consolation. Uh, we put two people on there that didn't make it as a finalist. So yeah, so that that's the story. 2007 in Ottawa, my very first set, and it is actually on a CD. Uh, and that doesn't happen very often, but that's a good question. Thank you, John. And oh, see, I should have invited John into the thing. I keep forgetting to invite people in. Uh, Gemini. Uh, 1379 just ended my zoom at 620 with my Montessori class oh wow well your Montessori class that must be a lot of pressure those Montessori kids actually that's probably the least pressure that's like the ultimate homeschool experience it's like hey you guys here's some work have it done I don't know whenever you want that's pretty good um, thank you for joining us here tonight though um, I hate winter I so do I so yeah, so here we go. We're, we're about to end the show, though, because I try to keep the show fairly short because I know we're all super busy in quarantine. But uh, I'll take a couple more questions here. Um, Gemini says, I'm a Texas girl, so we experience all seasons in one week, sometimes in a day. Gemini, listen, we had, I posted a picture on my, my Instagram page. There was snow covering my deck in the morning a couple days ago. Literally, we went from like, like what almost felt like summer weather, spring weather, winter, dead of winter, and if there was a leaf, if I just found a leaf on the ground, that would have signaled fall. Like, it is brutal up here, too. They're messing with the weather. The government's doing it. I don't want to say too much because the government will cut off this feed if I do that. Oh, John, hey. Um, no, you're welcome if that answers your question. But, uh, hey, do you, do you have another question, John? If you have another question, if you have another question, I'll bring you into the show here very quickly as we're getting ready. This, you'll, you'll have the last shot at this. Ask me another question, John. Think of one. Uh, Gemini, not really. These kids are the best, but I also have high school Spanish one and two. Oh, high school Spanish. All you got to do to, like, all you have to do to learn Spanish is, um, there's two ways to do it. Number one is Dora. That's that's a well-known one. Um, I homeschool my kids, so we, that's how we, we did everything. So Dora was how our kids learned Spanish. Um, but my daughter actually learned Spanish by watching Shrek every day for, like, months because you're allowed to do that in homeschooling. In homeschooling, you don't actually have to teach. That's why it's amazing. Um, in fact, the reason why I homeschooled my kids was because I didn't want to get up in the morning and have to like get them on a bus and get them dressed. It seemed like a lot of work. So uh, anyways, but uh, yeah, I, I would just get your kids to watch, watch Dora, watch Shrek in Spanish, and that would keep them focused. And it, literally, if you watch Shrek in Spanish for 90 days in a row, you will learn Spanish. You might not learn the most important words and phrases, but you will be able to keep a conversation going with a donkey, um, with a king, with uh, an ogre, you know, if any of those come across your paths. So there you go. Um, spell socks. And did you know you are asking someone a question? Spell socks. And did you know you are asking someone a question? Oh, wait, wait, I think I'm missing something. Uh-oh. I think I'm missing something, Gemini. I don't know where that question was going. Uh, uh, spell socks, okay. S-O-C-K-S. And did I know I was asking someone a question? No, I didn't know. I didn't know that. If I was asking someone a question, 
I did not know that. Except John. I did ask John a question. I said, did you have another question? That would be a question. Uh, Crystal's Punny, here we go. We're about to close off Q&A with Timmy tonight. Uh, tune in tomorrow night, though, at 7 p.m. every single night here on Instagram Live at The Real Timmy Boyle. We will be, uh, call, we call different comedians from all around North America. Tonight's episode 30, but this is a special Friday edition of Q&A. Here is the final question. Um, Crystal's punny. Final question of the night. If you had a cat, I've had a few cats, and one of the cats was the most amazing cat in the world. That was Scooter. I'll tell you about Scooter maybe another night. If you had a cat and it had an unusual superpower, Okay, that's interesting because that would imply that there are some superpowers that cats have that would be usual and normal. And that I believe to be true. That's why cats are better than dogs. But if I had a cat and it had an unusual superpower, what would it be? So I can, I can give the cat the power because you're, you're kind of saying that gives me a little bit of creative control here. And I think what I would do is I would give the same power to the cat and the elephant that I have on my back deck. I don't have right now, but anyways, if you were here earlier in the show, you would know about that. So if I had a cat and that elephant that I couldn't give away and I could give them a superpower, what would it be? I would say I would give the, mm, I was gonna say I would give the cat invisibility, but you don't wanna do, you, you wanna be able to see where cats are at all times. They look like they're just doing nothing but in the like the drop of a hat, right? And you don't you don't want your cat to have invisibility. Um, I don't think I want my cat to read my mind either. I don't know if that's if that's something I would want. I think I think I would give my cat the ability to run really fast. I think that would be like super fast, like like lightning lightning quick fast. So that way. Um, I think it would be helpful, right? Because then, because the cat doesn't ever like to get up for anything. They just like to lie there. So I think I would give them the super speed so they could lie there and just relax. And then be like, oh, I've got to go to the bathroom. And then, boom, and then they'd just be curled up in your lap again. That would be a gift to my cat. I would also give that to the weekend, um, to the weekend. No, to the elephant. Hey, uh, have a good weekend. Thanks for chatting with Gemini. Thank you so much. Uh, Thanks for following us here, and uh, we'll see you hopefully tomorrow night. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Calling Comedians Inca Quarantine. Please take a moment to like, share, subscribe, and ring the little bell so you and your friends don't miss any of the laughs. Episodes will be uploaded here at Timmy's Shorts daily until I run out. And be sure to check out the description below for links to connect with myself or my guests on social media, support us by buying merchandise, and also download the podcast version of this show. Until next time, remember, your brain, it's for thinking, not for eating. So just say no to zombies. My name's Timmy Boyle.